Latin America's economic and financial landscape has evolved considerably over the past two decades, resulting in the region becoming an attractive destination for asset managers and investors. Here to discuss the opportunities is Jose Miguel Arita, founder of Picton, an independent investment advisory firm serving high net worth individuals and institutional investors throughout Chile, Peru and Colombia. Jose, could you start by talking me through the different stages of development within the three South American countries? All three countries have embraced a development model based on market economy, where the private sector plays a key role on economic growth. It is a sizable market of almost 100 million people, the three countries, and 840 billions of GDP. Chile started more than 30 years ago and is the most advanced. And the success of Chilean model was key to give Peru and Colombia the political support to implement some unpopular reforms that the embracement of this model requires. And when it comes to investment in this region, What's your philosophy? We are quality investors and knowing who is who is key. Therefore, we only invest in Chilean companies. We don't have any competitive advantage in other countries. We get the exposure to other Latin American countries through those companies, the Chilean companies that we invest in, and through funds. We recognize that the management of these companies and local asset managers in the case of funds, are better prepared to do a deep due diligence and understand the industry. In fixed income, we invest in, in high-quality Latin, Latin American names. And all other foreign investments, we only invest in diversified funds with low correlation to the Chilean markets, which are mainly developed Europe, Asia and the US. These are still developing markets. What challenges does this represent? And what should investors really be aware of? that this is a cyclical region with heavy dependence to commodities. Metals in Chile and Peru and oil in Colombia. Invest in the Chilean stock market is pretty much the same as invest in copper. Big part of the cyclicality is explained by currencies. Since December 2012, Brazil has devaluated 45%, the real. The Colombian peso, 45%. Chile, 32% and the Peruvian sold 24%. How investor-friendly is this region? It is a, a very investor-friendly region. If you see the June 2005 doing business ranking in the, in the World Bank, Chile is ranked 48 among 189 countries. I would like to highlight, in the case of Chile, a very high minority shareholders protection, a sound tax scheme, and, and it's ranked very good in construction permits. Peru is ranked 50. Uh, and, and I would like to highlight the easiness to register property in Peru and get credit. Colombia is ranked 54, is ranked in the second place in access to credit among all the 189 countries and in the 14th place in minority shareholders' protection. Now talk me through your typical investment process. We're long-term investors with focus in quality more than price. We prefer a good asset and an adequate price than a cheap, low-quality asset. Bargains have proved to be very lousy investments. We devote a lot of time checking the character of the majority shareholder and quality and consistency of the management of the company and the investment management team in the case of the fund. And this approach has allowed us, for example, to obtain 
35% excess return compared to the Chilean stock market in four years, just focusing on quality. We have a senior investment team of eight people and a disciplined investment process. We will never do an investment if we don't have the time to do a deep due diligence. And that's key. What trends are you seeing in the wealth management market in the region? We see additional liquidity events like the, the recent ones, for example, the sale of Linley in, in Peru and the sale of CGE, CFR and Cruz Verde in Chile. And that will create more family offices, which are very sophisticated investment offices. And it's an opportunity for independent investment managers like us. The movement towards open architectures will continue and the separation of the buy side from the sell side will continue. We think that it is very healthy for the industry, this separation, to separate the sell side from the buy side. Finally, what have been the consequences of the business scandals in Chile and Brazil? I'm thinking of Petrobras, for example, and the challenges that these scandals have put to your development model. These cases are definitely ugly events that, that, that hurt the essence of capitalism. I hope that, that we are mature enough to understand that the market economy model is not immune to events like collusion and corruption. In fact, it's part of human nature. However, with, with good regulation and enforcement, the benefits of the model are much higher than its costs. Corruption and collusion has always been there. It was not very visible, which is not good, and these high-profile cases with billionaires in jail, will probably derive in lower corruption in the future, which is good.